There are, in this world and others, infinite stories to be told. An expansive stretch of ocean. What sort of direction are we thinking? Listen as they unfold around us. I would advise if you lay your weapon down. Tenderly smoky black glittering smoke. Pulling us in, making us part of a greater universe. He's not a stranger, he just told me his name. He cannot escape. Help me now, Captain. These worlds existed long before we came along. Can you hang in there just a little bit longer? Don't worry not, friend. I think we're here to help you. These stories are but parts of a play laid before but you. Are they that looks uncomfortable. And, and we, we are, are but players. players. Welcome to Role Play Inc. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of Role Play Inc. Last time, our group of adventurers found themselves in a bit of a alleyway scuffle between themselves and a group of what they originally thought of as thugs. Simple mugging, if you if you will. However, mid-battle, they discovered that these thugs actually were crew members of Captain Vrago's crew, a notorious pirate lord whose ruthless nature has earned her a quite dastardly reputation, even amongst the other pirates. With Io falling to the final blow of one of these crew members. They were healed by their captain. Upon the scuffle ending, they reconvened and interviewed the uh, rather nerdy individual that they rescued, who revealed himself to be a researcher named William Decker, who has been studying the thin areas and veils between this plane and the elemental planes. They have taken Decker towards a nicer part of town, headed it towards the tavern that they originally met this morning. Where we begin today, you are arriving at this tavern. It is a bit busier than it was when you left, as it is now about late afternoon. There's a number of steady patrons coming in and out. The bustle of the city of Echo Bay. What do you do? Aya, uh, what did you call those drinks you had this morning? Oh, uh, I did call them breakfast beers, but seeing how it's... Maybe he wants some breakfast beers. Oh, well, it's the <laughs> afternoon, Lawton, so I think maybe just a normal... Hey, a pale ale, which should, should suffice here. Does that come in a whole pail all by itself? Well, let's go ask them. All right, you make your way towards the bar, uh, seeing the same familiar halflings that you were previously uh, patroning. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, you're back. Yes, uh, so me and my friend and our other friends would like a pale ale, please. One for each of us. Pale ale? Oh, it's been a while a since someone A whole pail of ale, yes. <laughs> a whole pail... A pail of ale or... A pail of pale ale. A pail of pale ale. A pail of pale ale. Extremely confused now. And DM, (laughs) (laughs) while I was in the alleyway alone, I would have rifled through the guy who had uh, the fancy stuff. Would have rifled through his pockets for his money, for sure. 
Excellent. Can you roll me an investigation? Oh, absolutely. Let's see how this works. It's episode three, so <laughs> maybe my luck will change. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's a nine on the die, and my investigation is a minus one, so an eight. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so you are able to find a coin purse. In the coin purse, you find about uh, 20 gold pieces. That's enough for me. And you are able to very clearly now see the tattoo, which isn't really a tattoo, on his uh, collarbone, or right under his collarbone. Looking a bit closer at it, you're not quite sure what caused it. They don't look like brand marks. And you've heard them referred to as it is the brand of Rago. But looking at it up close, this doesn't look like something that was done with a typical put the iron in the fire brand the skin. You see what looks almost like black veins kind of spider webbing off the edges of the design. As you see a large cresting wave going underneath the collarbone with a tangled web of coral underneath it. It's a sick tattoo, but I'm still afraid. Did the halfling say how much the pail of ale was yet? (laughs) Are you getting one pail of ale and then a bunch of pale ales? Yeah, I will get one pale ale because I don't want to ruin this experience for Botten and then the rest uh, pale ales for all of us. Excellent. That's going to run you about five gold pieces, most of which is a full pail full of pale (laughs) ale. Fantastic. I need that on a shirt now. Just like a pail that says pale ale on it. Yes. <laughs> yes. But are we spelling it P-A-I-L-A-L-E? P-A-I-L ale in a pail. <laughs> yes. But on a bottle of pale ale. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> it just keeps getting more meta. Yes, this is getting more, more <laughs> Margot brings you uh, all of your drinks there is an open table, but you also do still have your room. Sune probably doesn't have a room here. Sune probably came in here the previous morning for food with Vatan, but they probably have been camping outside of town. That sounds about right. If you'd like, we have a room, Io and I, and I'm wondering if perhaps we should talk in a place that's slightly more private if we're going to be discussing what we're doing moving forward. I am rather tired. We've gone on great adventures and somehow we're back at the same place we started and that is very exhausting they're back again <laughs> sometimes that's the way things go Vatan. you return to a place multiple times and you designate it as a place of rest hmm. good to know is it kind of like your shoe that i sleep in when you take it off Yes, very much like that, except this one is big enough to, you know, hold a lot of people, even my size. Wow, so I don't have to sleep in the shoe? No, not if you don't want to. Okay. Excellent, you make your way up the stairs towards the room that is currently being rented by Epony and Io. As you open the door, very familiar scent of stained wood. The sheets have been remade for you and are now fresh. Do we have our, like, the ales with us? You do. Sune has never drank beer. So he, like, holds it, smells it, kind of makes a face, gives a little sip, and is like, mm. Is this a beverage that uh, you enjoy regularly? 
Mine's already done. Yes. You... Yes, it is. Uh, Would you like to have mine? Uh, absolutely. Thank you, Sine. It's not quite to my taste. It's an acquired taste, I should say. And I start drinking his. And I lay down as well, because I'm tired. I owe you, you said we're friends, right? <sighs> I did say that. Can I ask a friend for a gift? What gift would you want, Vaughton? Can, can I have the pail so I don't have to sleep in Sunei's shoe? Oh, absolutely. My heart. Would you like help emptying it out? Uh, please, I don't want to sleep in the ale. Perfect. I have the pale ale in my hand that's a regular bottle, and I see the pail of pale ale, and there's a moment where I'm like, is this too much? No, it's not. And I... <laughs> but only a moment. Yeah, only a moment. I got really hurt. I was really hurt. I deserve this. And so I drink both of them. That's a champion's Wonderful. meal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sunei, I am going to have to ask a favor of you, though. Of course, Fatsy. I, I don't think I can carry the pail when we go. That's okay. I'll just strap it around my waist. Oh, wonderful. Perfect. Thank oh, you. you. You can even sit on it if you would like as we walk. Then you'd be like my, my vehicle? Yes. Can I have a steering wheel? Sure. We'll figure out a steering wheel for you. You should also get blankets. I like how steering wheels exist in this world that... <laughs> I don't think it's called the, the steering wheel. Yeah, the, the helm. The helm, yeah. We need blankets. We need pillows. I say to myself. Hey, like I said in the prep episode, I don't know what boats are. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a helm? Like for your head? No, no, for the boat. Um, I don't know what that is. <sighs> the ship, but it's my pail. You'll be my ship. Well, no, you'll be my ocean that my ship is riding on uh, I, it, this is getting very confusing it's like the tiniest mm. captain <laughs> alright alright this is very important what time of day is it right now it's like afternoon it's late afternoonish. okay I need to run an errand very quickly I will be right back uh, Do you need I, don't you have somewhere you're supposed to go to that's <laughs> later in the evening okay. way way later is what one might call uh, booty call time. <laughs> like treasure? Yes, absolutely. I will <laughs> be. I will be seeking treasure at that time. Yes. <laughs> Let me know if you find anything good. Treasure sounds amazing. I will not. <laughs> now, Doctor, we shouldn't put too much weight on material possessions. It's the body and soul that are truly valuable. And he pulls out a finger like these? Oh. Yep. Perhaps I should carefully consider my words in the future. I do wonder, Sune, as he's holding the finger, he looks at it, he says, um, are we heroes? And he looks over at William as he says this. I, I mean, you, you, you saved me, so I consider you my hero today. William Decker has called you a hero. Vaughton beams visibly. <laughs> you, you, you all can just call me Will, if that's easier. You, we don't need the full formal name. As you please, William Decker. I will now call you William. <laughs> that works. And at the time that Sune says we shouldn't focus on material things, Epony is running through the street trying to find Vaden a tiny captain's hat oh, right. because <laughs> it's just too cute. <laughs> please roll me an investigation check. If I have to have someone make it, I don't even care. 
please roll well. Please roll well. I need I this. got a 14. That's yeah, enough. It's well enough. <laughs> <laughs> it takes it you a little bit. You should have been like, that's enough. <laughs> it, it does take you a little bit, but you guys are right outside the main marketplace. As it is late afternoon, the marketplace is still going. Uh, you're able to find actually a small shop that says Vincent's Wonderporium. All right. I will head inside. I'm looking for two things. This, oh, you know what? This might be easier. If they have like a doll that's dressed like a pirate and if they have like a toy ship, that's all I need. Uh, In the window, you see a number of what look like clockwork and other sort of uh, machined toys and items and curiosities. As you open up and you're met with the smell of metal, like the smell that like when metal's grinding against metal, there's a very strong warmth to this shop. And there's also a tang of black powder. Oh, okay. As you open, there is most, most stores will have like the little cute little bell as you open. Uh, This one, uh, you open the door and you hear a... Uh, and then a, and as you look up, you essentially see a very elaborate Rube Goldberg machine uh, that is moving. Uh, you watch as a small wooden ball is moving down a track, boop, 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 and lands in a right against a dish that makes a small ting sound as the wood ball bounces off of it, landing on a constantly moving conveyor belt that brings the ball back up to the top. That was incredibly elaborate for just what could have been a bell, but I like it a lot more than a bell. All right, if I look around, do I see, are there toys of any kind? There is a full shelf full of uh, small clockwork toys, small, just interesting toys, not what most kids would normally play with. Uh, You don't see, like, little baby dolls. You see, like, little puppets that have various other limbs. Like, some of them are winged. Some of them have, like, long draconic tails. Uh, Some have what look like gills. I just want you to know this is the way to my heart, is puppets. (laughs) As you're taking a look across the store, you hear, oh, uh, hi. Oh, down hi here, there. down here. Oh. As you look down, and there is a small, disheveled gnome with very large, like, the ed- the bottom of a Coke bottle glasses. Oh my gosh. He's got a pocket watch draped over his lapel uh, that seems very nice and tidy, while the rest of him, you look, and he's got, like, smudges of... Uh, something black across his face. Uh, his left uh, lens on his glasses is actually cracked in the edge. Very just crazy looking gnome. <laughs> You're Vincent? Oh, yes, that's that's me. I'm Vincent Copperkin, at your service. It's nice to meet you, Vincent. I'm uh, um, I'm just having a look around. Well, is there, is there anything in particular that you might be looking for? Um, actually, I have a very small friend in need of a helm from a ship. A pirate ship? 
Right, like, do you have a toy ship that a I... toy can... ship? Ah, oh, well. Ah, uh, 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 just get... Are there any sort of bells and whistles that you want on the ship? You know... All right, so here's... Here's the confusing part. He's currently utilizing a bucket as his ship. A bucket as a ship? That doesn't... That does not seem pretty... Well, you know, I mean, the bucket does float very nicely, and I mean, if you if you added the correct parts, you could maybe turn that into something that would be perhaps useful. But no, 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 that is that is an inefficient form of transportation. Well, I will also take a look at your um, what you have already. Oh, excellent, excellent, excellent! This way, this way. Um, as he grabs onto your arm and, with no strength, uh, pulls you across the shop itself. <laughs> Um, leading you a bit away from the puppets and more towards a section where he has a lineup of various ships. You see what looks like almost an armada. And on each of them, he, he starts pointing out all of their little features. Well, this one, uh, I've been working a bit on accoutrements. Every good ship does need a defense capability. And this one has been the, the, the biggest success by far. And he points to what would if it was in the water, probably be a man of war. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is a very large ship model. Um, and you see on the deck of the ship a tiny cannon. Oh, that's adorable. Would you like a demonstration? A demonstration? Oh, of course. One must always show their work, you know. Does the, does the cannon work? Does the cannon work? I want to see a demonstration! I do want to see a demonstration! (laughs) As he orients the cannon, puts like another little wooden ship across on one of the other shelves. And from his pocket, he takes out the smallest vial of powder. Very carefully, with a pair of tweezers, uncorks the cannon, pours the powder in there, Quirks it back up and then snaps his fingers and the end of the tiniest fuse you've ever seen lights, sending little sparks. As it goes up the fuse, ignites and you hear a pop as the cannon shoots a small ball bearing into that wooden ship. My goodness, that is incredibly impressive. Oh, well, thank you. It took a very long time to make sure that it, the, the amount of powder matched the uh, metal's particular hardness. And he gestures over towards one of the shelves, and you see a number of cannons there just blown apart. <laughs> very much like a cartoon shotgun when it gets a carrot in the end. Oh, no. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, um... How much are your tiny ships? Well, this one, this one is, uh, this one is, uh, 20 gold. All right. Uh, the, the, the smaller ones are, uh, anywhere from five to 10 gold. The smaller ones, how small are we talking? Oh, well, and he brings you over. Essentially, you've got everything from what would be, everything is to scale, like meticulously to scale. Okay. Uh, smallest ones would be about a frigate. Um, if you're looking to put, uh, a little spirit in them. Uh, nothing below, like the the size of the man of war is a little large. Um, basically, two sizes down would probably be you could hollow out some of it, and uh, your little your little buddy could sit in it. Okay, so cool, good to know. 
So um, that one would run you about ten gold. All right. You know, I'm going to have a look around. I will let you know if I need any more help. Excellent. Uh, you, you also were talking about uh, some something to wear. Like a very tiny captain's hat. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, and he scurries back over to the puppets and brings back a little clockwork puppet pirate. Oh. With a cloth uh, pirate's hat. I want this for me. Um, <laughs> so how much are the puppets? Or do you sell the hat separately? Because this is to put on my tiny friend also. Oh, just that? Yes. Oh, the hat. Uh, say three silver. All right. Um, for now, I will take the hat and I will need to do some measuring about what size ship will fit best. Excellent. Well, is there, is there anything else that I can help you with, miss? No, oh, what I was your name? It's Epony. Epony, it is a pleasure to meet you. It's very nice to meet you, Vincent. You've been a big help. Um, I'm going to give him his three silver and look like I'm walking out. <laughs> and then I would like to... Um, I'll, I'll pull the door open and kind of half disappear out the door, check to see if he's watching. All right. Roll me a deception check. Yes. I'm good at those. Hey, that's a dirty 20. Good, because at least DC was a 19. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't miss much with those glasses. He's got big old glasses. You just managed to get right in the... (laughs) I rolled a 19 on the die. Oh, boy. All right, so what I would like to do is very quietly take a look at the ships, find one that has a decent-sized helm on it, Mm -hmm. and just kind of, like, snap it off between my fingers and throw it in my jacket. Okay. It takes you a second, but you do see on the three largest ships, there is an actual, like, helm. Okay. Yes, that is what I want. Roll me a sleight of hand. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Because you're trying to snap off... 17. Now this is the content that we signed up for. (laughs) 17, you... Take a bit of cloth from your bag, drape it over to muffle any sort of noise, and just very delicately pop it off. All right. I'm going to stick it in the front, like, lapel pocket of my jacket where I have a feather sticking out, and I will slip out the door and head back to the inn. Okay. One last stealth roll. Oh, don't fuck me, man. Come on. (laughs) Can't believe you didn't grab the cannon. What? And I go, it's too late. We'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> the cannon that shoots one ball bearing. 16. 16? Enough. Uh, okay. He's very much skittering around. Uh, you see him tinkering with a few things in the back as you just whoosh, slip right. out. Back to the inn. Excellent. Uh, for everyone else, we're back to you. In the meanwhile, as uh, Ebony had gone away, um, uh, Suna would have tried to, like, with the herbs and things that he has on him, just, like, he'll, like, in the warmth of the of the inn, will, like, take off his poncho, and you'll see that, like, he's got a, a lot of, like, kind of wrapped um, uh, cloths that can have had several folds, and from the folds, there's, like, a bunch of um, uh, little hanging pockets that have small bundles of uh, herbs, of like uh, rations, things that he's picked up uh, in his travels. Almost everything is made out of natural fabrics or leather or pieces of plant. Uh, and he'll try to make a little salve for uh, William Decker's bruise. And he'll try to like apply it on him and just like 
take care of him. Excellent. Roll me a medicine check. Yes, ma'am. 18. 18. Easy enough. With your background and your training, uh, you're very used to using herbalism to create these sorts of remedies. And just in the corner, you take your hand uh, holding a piece of gauze on it, mixing together a few of those different herbs into almost a paste. And in your big hand, you're able to crush those herbs, release their essences, rub it into the gauze, and you instruct Decker to hold it to his chin. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, This is very kind. Oh, it's my pleasure, William Decker. He said to call him Will. My apologies. That is true. (laughs) I forgot. Big fella. Well, you can call me that. It's, It's not that I mind. It's just a bit formal. Well, if you say so, I don't mean to be rude. I'll call you as you please. So, Will, Avalon, right? That's where you're heading? Uh, yes, yes, that's uh, that's where my research center is. Right. Very important research, then. Oh, yes. Is there anything you can tell us about your research? Again, you were set upon by not just any pirate crew, but one of the more... <sighs> dangerous ones. I I got that vibe, yes. Well, the... And he finally, after having a bit of booze put in him, and uh, being treated for his wounds, he seems a little less in shock, a little less jumpy than he was in the alley. Um, And he reaches into his bag and he takes out a small book. And he lays the book down on one of the nightstands after dragging it over into the center. Uh, As he opens up the book, you can see a couple of the pages seem to be missing. And in these pages, you can see where the rips are. As he takes a second, closes his eyes, and begins muttering a few arcane words, he takes his finger and runs them across the torn pages... And in front of all of you, you see a translucent, almost projection of a map. Whoa. What? At this point, Epony, uh, you begin making your way up the stairs, knocking on the door. Uh, Captain? It's, it's Captain. That's, that's our password. I say Captain, and then she says, it's Captain, and I open the door. (laughs) (laughs) Very secure. Epony, you open the door, and you are greeted with the image of this large, translucent map of the Meridian Sea. Oh my goodness. And it is it is floating in the air. Very much hologram projection. How are you doing this? Oh, well, uh, my notebook is very particular. Your notebook is very particular. Uh, the, the, how versed are you in the arcane arts? Um, enough, I would say. Alright, there are enchantments upon the book that allows me to transcribe something and then essentially translate it into a more ethereal form that I can call upon at will. Interesting. So rather than carry an actual map, you've transcribed it into this notebook and you're able to just... Precisely. Plus, it's much harder for people to understand what's within the actual pages when the pages themselves are missing. That is very true. As he motions to the ripped pages, one of which is now glowing. What's that? Well, that you're, you're looking at it. Oh, oh, that would make sense. That's lovely. What better way to keep your secrets? Prying eyes and all in the research world. 
prying eyes anywhere in the world, really. Fair enough. Well, all right. Um, Vartan, come here. Vartan uh, zips up and flies right through the middle of the ethereal map and kind of looks behind him as he does to see if he made it wet. Uh, it does not get wet, but you do watch as the the actual illusion itself wavers and then repositions itself. And while he's looking backwards at that, he, he splashes into Ebony on her shoulder. All right, sit, sit. I, I'm sitting. I'm going to take like a little, uh, like a handkerchief out of my closet, my closet, out of my pocket, of <laughs> <laughs> my whole ass closet that I keep in my jacket. And I will tie it around Vaten's eyes if I can. Is is that going to stay there? Is that a thing? Sure. Okay. He's, he's maintaining form right now. Okay. <laughs> so... All right, just can you, like, flutter there for a second while I set something up? I can. Okay, hold still. Is the bucket empty at this point? Has Io completely decimated this bucket of beer? <laughs> Not the whole thing, because I am asking... I'm asking Will some questions, so... <laughs> there's probably still, like, half left. Do you need me to finish this right now? Um, one second. Ebony runs downstairs to the bar. Um... <laughs> Do any of you happen to have, like, something similar to a straw? A, a straw? Like a, like a hole that you drink out of. That uh, I yes, can- yes. Uh, uh, Margot looks at you very confused after you all have asked her for a bucket of pale ale on I top of I need two others. straws. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, give me just one moment. And she goes back and she comes out with, like, a little reed. Okay. <laughs> a pair of reeds. <laughs> All right, I will run back upstairs. <laughs> Thank you. And I will hand a straw to Io, and I will put a straw in my own mouth and just go head first. Okay, into perfect, the perfect, Captain, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have you both make a Constitution saving throw for oh, me? No. Oh yeah, I've been on a roll, so. This okay, it's a 19. It's a 19. We're okay. A 14 on the die. It's gonna be amazing if this is what you roll well at. Yep. Yeah. Uh, constitution saving throw 14. Excellent. Uh, so both of you just... Just full inhale this pale ale. Vatten, you're sitting there blindfolded as you're just hearing the sounds <laughs> of... Vatten's floating in midair and slowly just spinning because he can't see where he is. He's just slowly spinning in a circle. Decker is standing there with his book open, map up, just watching. Dumb. Hold a finger up to him. It... <laughs> I'm amazed that you're the ones who were able to save me. Ebony pulls the straw away from her mouth for a second. I find their abilities quite amazing too. I think we're perfectly capable. And just puts the, <laughs> the straw perfectly back. Perfectly capable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eventually, you are able to just kill this pail of ale. Beautiful. <laughs> so, with that, um, I'm going to just kind of shake out any excess that might be in there, and I will pluck Vatan and place him in the bottom of the bucket and I'm going to pop the little steering wheel out of my pocket and stick it to the probably very sticky bottom of this bucket. Is it bedtime already? I will remove the tiny blindfold. Uh, before you, Vaden, you do see the pail is being presented to you. And as you flit up to the edge, you can see there's a little uh, 
little home. Sunay they got me a, a helm. This is my ship and you'll be you'll be my ocean. That's very pleasing to hear. That was very kind of you, Ebony. Every ship needs a captain, and I pop the little captain's hat out and stick it on Vatten's head. Vatten is frozen. <laughs> He's not moving at all. He is like literally totally turns to ice. Good, <laughs> 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 but uh, <laughs> he does not know what to do at this point. He's so overwhelmed with emotion. He's super surprised. Like, <laughs> what do you say, Vatten? I don't know. Oh. I forgot to tell you. You say thank you. Thank you? Do you like it? This is amazing. I, I was making one before, but now I've got one of my own. I'm this so glad. Is... Now you get to be your own tiny captain. It is very nice to meet you, Captain Vartan. I like the sound of that. <laughs> captain Vartan. I'll have to name my, my pail now. <laughs> this is going to require some thought. This thing smells much better than your boot, though. <laughs> Even with the ale in it. It's just gonna be like stale ale and soaking into the wood. <laughs> Alright, oh. I'm you know, sorry. Okay, f- fair. It just now hit my mind that this is a wooden pail, <laughs> not a metal pail. Oh, <laughs> it's a wooden pail. Mmm, delicious. Teak wood. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, it is a wooden pail uh, that had been full of ale. That's awesome. That's even better. And it just really needs a sail. That is more oh. aesthetically pleasing than what I was imagining. <laughs> just a thin pail. Does this, does this mean we're friends too, Ebony? Of course we're friends. I made two friends in one day and I'm a hero? It must be your lucky day, Vatten. You did not tell me this was going to be this exciting, Sune. Well, I didn't know. It's very difficult to know what is coming in the days ahead. Most people spend hours at a time trying to think of it. It is most important to focus on what's happening here and now. And as Epony or anybody turns to look at the pail, they will see that Vatan has fallen asleep. <laughs> to Sune's speech. <laughs> That's so precious. You hear the slightest sound of bubbling as Vatan is snoring inside his bucket. Oh dear. I've made him fall asleep again. So cute. Well then, uh, William it was, right? Will, he prefers Will. Will, what have you got to tell us about this map? Well, uh, based on the research that I was able to do in Echo Bay and across the sea, I have been able to pinpoint certain areas of uh, thinning between the veils of the different planes. And as he's talking, he uh, takes his hand, makes a smooth motion, and a almost translucent quill appears in his fingers as he begins actually writing on the projected map. Oh, that's a neat trick. It's very convenient. It's much easier than carrying around ink. It, It just gets everywhere. Anyway, I was able to find there was a correlation between certain anomalies in the atmospheres and between the arcane ley lines in these four locations as he circles around the center of the island of Valendia around an island southwest of the Arenal Isles and the northern section of the Isles of Mire and all the way to the east on the Isle of Palinar. So these four sections 
create almost a crescent along the edge of the Meridian Sea in that order. So we've got Valendia, Aronal Isles, the Isles of Meyer, and Palinar. Valendia is the most western of them, and anyone who has been to Valendia before, you know that the uh, the Annabelle Lee is planning on stopping in Valendia first. It is very common along the trade routes. Uh, they were headed to Vasari. Uh, this area that he's indicating on the map is inland in Valendia. Uh, comparing that to a map of the Meridian Sea, it would be uh, near the small city of Seraph. Okay. Uh, the Aranel Isles location, Sunay. You would especially recognize this as a... It's the isle next to the one that you grew up on. Sunay will stay quiet. The Isles of Meyer, uh, the, that is the second to last to the east. Uh, it is made up of two separate isles, very long and thin. Uh, the indication is on a stretch right at the top where there is a cluster of smaller islands. And then finally, the most eastern indication is on the Isle of Palinar, and it is due east inland of the city of Far Leron which is an elven city on the Isle of Palinar. Well, Will, you are in luck. We've I got, am. We've got a ship that we are friends with. It is not my ship, before you ask again. But it is going to be stopping in Valendia. Really? Yes. Is this the ship you were speaking of before? Yes. How fortuitous. <sighs> Some would say. It's, it's headed to Valendia. What, what city? Vasari. Oh, Vasari? Yes. Oh, yes, that... Very common along the trade routes, I assume. I assume it's a merchant ship. We it is, yes. Assume so as well. <laughs> We're making a lot of assumptions tonight, aren't we? I'll find out more tonight. Woohoo! Hmm? Bit of a clandestine meeting. A meeting of the minds and body. It. I should. <laughs> but yes, these veils. Interesting. Have you been to any of them? Oh, n- not yet. I. I wasn't able to piece all the sections together until I got here. Oddly enough, Echo Bay is often a repository for random bits of lore and of uh, just artifacts, and I'd gotten some information that perhaps there was something here that could tie all of those occurrences together. And it seems as though there's something, some forces at play that are making these sections of the veil weaker. We've seen more upticks of storms, of uh, odd, arcane occurrences. And in Avalon, we're starting to see the same sort of effects. So whatever is happening on these isles is affecting the kingdom of Aldane. And they can't have that now, can they? Mm. The kingdom of Aldane? Is uh, this your home? Oh, yes. Uh, kingdom of Aldane encompasses a good chunk of the Meridian. How do you not know of the kingdom of Aldane? They're not from around here. Evidently. Uh, no, the Kingdom of Ordain is the primary power of the Meridian Sea. It's centered in Avalon, that is their capital. Uh, but it encompasses the Isles of Nuria, of Cardona, uh, Laurentia, Firth, Maldera, sometimes... Valendia is its own uh, entity, it comprises of city-states, but they do a lot of trade with the Kingdom. Oh, what I see. That is very interesting. I was... I'm familiar with this nation. Yes, they uh, have amassed quite a power within the sea. Not quite the 
land-based powers of Sarlona and Damara, but they're on continents. But they do rely on the Kingdom of Aldane in order to uh, have trade between them, which is how Aldane creates its power. All of the shipping lanes that you have traveled upon are monitored by the Kingdom of Aldane itself. Uh, and my two pirates in the party would definitely know that the Kingdom of Aldane does not look too kindly on piracy. Yes. And definitely does monitor the uh, trading routes. Now, the Kingdom of Aldane also does hire privateers. As it's not a very large kingdom, they do have to rely on additional support and help. Not only from the kingdoms of Sarlona to the north and Damara to the south, but also from the uh, various captains of the Meridian Sea. There's essentially an agreement between the more lawful-minded captains and the kingdom itself. Especially in areas further away from the Kingdom of Aldane, you're less likely to find their navy and more likely to find their privateers. Who, while more likely to turn a blind eye, are also more likely to use deadly force. So, your plans with this, are you, are you working with anyone? Or are you researching by yourself? Oh, no, uh, I'm working with the actual, the kingdom itself. Oh, you are. Particularly, uh, Clearness Stormwind, uh, he's heading up this research project. He works, he works for the palace itself, but and really this is my passion project. Do you know why it would be that Captain Vrago's crew would want your maps, or what you have? Well, the connection between this plane and the others dictates much of the sea. Meridian Sea relies heavily on the four elements. Without the water, sea would not exist. Without the earth element, we wouldn't have anywhere for the people. The fire aids in that, but also provides the warmth, provides the growth of new land, and the air fills our sails. Every element there is critical for a sailor. Perhaps she seeks some way of harnessing that. That would make sense. I don't know what her plan is. I didn't know that I would be attacked. Someone let slip that I was here. Someone let slip what I was looking for, and she seems to take heavy interest. What you say sounds much like several of the stories that my people tell. And uh, my tribe, we talk plenty of the elements and our relation to them. I couldn't tell you what she could hope to gain from manipulating them. Toying with nature is a very dangerous thing. Our people learn to respect it and coexist with it. Well, that is my goal as well. Within Avalon, we have uh, one of the isles is the, the Huntress's Isle, and nature is respected there and worshipped almost. I can't imagine something going wrong with the delicate balance between all of these isles. As ones who live on the sea, we rely on it so heavily. I don't know what would drive someone to try and exploit this, but from the rumors I've heard of Vrago, they're not pleasant. No, absolutely not. I've heard nothing but terrible things as well, so I don't want those things falling into the wrong hands. He takes a second and is nodding. Well, it's good that none of them were able to grab this. It would have taken them a while to piece it together, but everything that I needed to come to these conclusions is within this bag. The actual answers themselves, pieced together by yours truly, a bit more protected, but I worry that they know more than we give them credit for. Not sure how. 
If you feel like you are in danger, I would more than happily escort you. Already we've established this friendship. I would like to see you safe. I would very much appreciate that. He's absolutely in danger. We have established yeah, that. They're not going to stop just because the first attempt failed. Do you, what are your plans after? Because we can get you passage to Fosari. I need to find wherever this first location is. Alright. Oh, uh, do you think that the kingdom of Aldane will want to provide you security with your research? And how important do you think it is that you are secure while finding all this out. I mean, Magister Stormwind is very interested in the research, so he's he's my sponsor, essentially. Right. You're, oh, your sponsor. Right. I believe that we might need to uh, tell your sponsor any way that we can that you might need security for your journeys. And, you know, security obviously doesn't come free. Are you offering our services? I would because I feel like you should be secure. This is important work, and I believe this work affects everyone. That is a noble request. Thank you. There must be some way to get a message to him. Uh, I'm sure there are people traveling along these routes. Unfortunately, I might have lost my main means of communication when the previous ship met a untimely demise. What ship were you on? I was on the Mistwater. Does that sound familiar to any of us? Uh, roll a history check, my two who have actually been on ships. Uh, nope. 17 for me. You would only have heard of it in passing. It's a merchant ship. You actually wouldn't have heard of the ship itself, but you would have heard of it sinking. Um, particularly because there were a few sailors this morning uh, that you overheard talking about the spoils of the Mistwater. Oh, so no. you were attacked before the alley then? Uh, yes. We were beset by some brigands, and unfortunately, the ship is no more. Right. So you are not only dangerous, you are very dangerous. And you are in a lot of danger. Oh, he's not dangerous at all. Well, sorry, I misspoke. I forgot who we were traveling with right now. Uh, yes, he is in a lot, a lot, and I cannot stress this enough for our friends. He is in a lot of danger. Perhaps a tad. And uh, Io will hear a message in their head. Are you sure about working with someone who's working directly with the Magister? They can pay really, really well. And right now, we need more than just a ride somewhere. We need money. I mean, that's fair, but if they know anything about us or who we are or what we do, I can't imagine they're going to take kindly to us. Well, oh, well, okay, Captain. We're not... I don't want to burst your bubble here, okay? Your ship just sunk. <sighs> You're yeah. right. Yeah, well, I don't believe we're that big on the overall, you know, plan of the sea here. All right. We could be privateers. I trust you. I, I trust you too, Captain. And I, we need money. We need money bad. Yes, we do. I just had to steal a tiny helm of a pirate ship because I couldn't afford the 20 gold to buy the actual you thing. You stole it, Captain? Oh, just the tiny elm. You stole it, though. A toy? You stole the toy. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Oh, yeah, this is rough times. This is rough times. So, Will, uh, how soon do you need to leave? Because I believe the Annabelle may be taking off either today, uh, tomorrow or the day after that. Uh, it's the day after. I believe the Annabelle is taking off the day after. Is there anything else you need? Anything else you need to get, acquire before you leave the island? And if so, you need to be watched at all times. I feel like I've done the research that I can without drawing any more attention to myself. Perfect. And if Sune and Vatin are okay with it, I believe we can take Will with us. Help him. We were looking to move along uh, pretty soon anyway. And now I'm invested in seeing our friend Will safely to complete his task. Well, I very much appreciate all the help. I I didn't expect I didn't expect anyone to come and swoop in and save me earlier, but I most definitely did not expect this amount of help. No offense to any of you, but not all of you seem the charitable type. Oh, Vatin can be pretty charitable. I know he likes to take things, yeah. but Vatin is very charitable, honestly. Oh, Vatin is quite charitable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, look, he's melted back into a puddle. Quite adorable, isn't he? I love his tiny pirate hat. Quite adorable until you stick your foot into a shoe that he, where he is in. <laughs> oh no. That does seem quite unpleasant. Okay, well, I believe we have a plan in place. Uh, I think tomorrow we get whatever we need for the trip for the Annabelle. And if you're okay with it, Will, you can use our room to stay. I believe if you bought a room for yourself that would probably raise some flags. That's a fair assumption. I appreciate it. I'm not imposing- No! No! I'm concerned about this, of what this is going to mean for us moving forward, but if we're going to work together, we'll set some ground rules, Will, and we'll all be fine. Right? I'll be fine. Sune, Vartan, where are you guys staying? We have an encampment outside of town. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you sure you're okay with that? You don't want to stay with us? What we need is many eyes as possible. <laughs> and I will be gone for a little bit. That's fair. If you would like me to remain, I can do so. I can keep watch. And Barton's bed is already here. That is true. I wouldn't want to disturb the little guy traveling all the way out to the outskirts. Well, we have space here. Or if you want to, you know, take the room next door, I'm sure they have space. Yeah, that's quite all right. I sleep sitting down, so I won't take much space. Oh. What? That's strange. But you just sit down? It's a common practice where I come from. It helps us stay alert. Okay. Well, then you can take first watch while I uh, regain a little bit of strength. I'll do so. And Sune will prop himself kind of... Uh, if there's a space between the beds because that's facing the, the door, he'll just like sit down cross-legged, kind of like very straight back. Um, he'll like pull out from uh, under well he's actually not wearing the poncho anymore so he'll like you see strapped to his back is like a short bow and what looks like a slightly shorter longsword and he'll like just put those from, from behind his back like up front he'll be like sitting down holding them and he'll just keep watching the door well works for me does this count as a short rest oh absolutely this counts as a short rest oh, y'all can roll your height die and <laughs> I need it so bad just so so bad I'm presuming we're about to head into a long rest anyway. Well, I have things to do that I need all the energy. That is true. Yes! <laughs> Quote-unquote things to do. Wow, that was terrible. 
things to see, people to do. <laughs> In that order. <laughs> no, don't take don't take that. I just rolled dice on the D D Beyond thing, but that's not the real number. It's much lower than that. <laughs> it's much yeah. lower than that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunate. Alright, so for tonight. Does anyone have any things they want to do? Epony is content because Vaughn has a tiny hat and a helm, and Epony gets a nap because I got no spell slots left. Suna does some meditation um, on some of his daily routine. He'll just kind of like sit quietly and meditate. He'll think about what has happened in the day and try to relate it to the grander scope of things in his teachings. If he can before like uh, people start going to sleep, he'll probably also pull out um, a little calligraphy kit and just practice his calligraphy. Excellent. Does Io leave now for her rendezvous? Yeah, they do. They're gone. Upon the door shutting, it startles Vatan awake, and he, he zips over to, to Ebony, who's just about asleep and gets right up to her ear and does his normal whispering. E- Ebony, I have a question. Yeah, what's your question, Vatan? H- how much did the hat cost? Why do you want to know? It's important. It's important for what? For me. How much did it cost? It was three silver. You can hear this sigh of disappointment as you say that. How much did the helm cost? Well, (laughs) the helm was (laughs) five fingers. (laughs) And he zips back to it and uh, very contentedly lays down and just spins it with his foot as he's laying there. Um, Totally content and very happy. That's the best gift ever! (laughs) (laughs) Anyone else before we move into Io? Ooh, move into Io. (laughs) Oh boy. Alright. So, Io. Sun goes down. (laughs) You feel that you've uh, recovered a bit more of your vitality. The scarring already beginning to form along your scales. Perfect. I look great. As you head out from the inn, uh, making your way down towards the dock, towards the berth where the Annabelle Lee is anchored. Okay. <laughs> I, I head there. So you, as you approach, there's still a hustle and bustle around the docks, uh, as is normal in a port city. And you notice that there are a few people on the deck of the Annabelle Lee itself. And there... Leaning against one of the rails is Captain Coppertree. Aye, aye, Captain, reporting for duty. Ah, shit, that was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Right on time. Well, Uh, it is quite a pleasure to see you. Now, as she looks you up and down, you seem a bit more, more scuffed up than you did before. Well, you know, port life can be very dangerous. Sounds like you have quite the story to tell. I absolutely do. Shall I uh, retail my bravery and courage? And I just do a little move. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) With my sword. Uh, In your quarters. I mean, why else would you be here? Perhaps over some wine. Oh, don't worry. I I bought this pail for us. (laughs) Uh, Did you bring a pail of pale ale? I ordered another pail of ale to go. As she looks at you, looks down at the pail, looks back at you, with a quizzical look, but just like a little bit of a smirk. Well, how quaint. Absolutely. Come, 
as uh, she leads you towards the captain's quarters, placing out two glasses, one for each of you. So this tale of yours, do tell. Oh, wait, we're talking? Okay. Uh, uh, yes, so there was a bit of a scuff up in the marketplace. Uh, saw someone who was being uh, set upon. And of course, me, my captain, for now, I wink at her, uh, and my crew, it doesn't mean anything happening. Uh, you know, of course, we went in to save the day, uh, got roughed up with the with some ruffians, you know, some scoundrels, that type, and well, let's just say we, we put them down. Well, you've uh, done quite a service to this port, then. Well, I would like to think that it's our duty as sailors upon this sea to not only sail upon it, but to be its guardians. Its guardians, you say? Absolutely. That's how we best respect the wide ocean. <laughs> and does your captain share that sentiment? Absolutely. She, she knows when to pick up the sword for the greater good and when to not pick up the sword because there is a chain of command and we would never threaten that or anybody else's ship or their captaincy. We And as you're talking, she is getting increasingly closer oh. and closer, Hello. holding her goblet, just swirling it, making the most unblinking eye contact. <laughs> there is an intensity in Sheila. Oh, we've gotten quite close in the story. Are we done talking now? I mean, is your story finished? Uh, I killed the last one and I had no problems doing it and that's the last of it. And these were just ruffians in the street? Yes. Interesting. Can I do an insight check on that? Sure. Yeah. Why are you asking me about this? This was not how tonight's supposed to go. <laughs> Son of a bitch! What's my insight? It's probably like minus two or something. I got a five on the die. Oh, it's a negative two. So that's a three. Yeah. I'm um, just her eyes are beautiful. So you were getting very distracted. <laughs> she is intense. Right. You know what? Some people just like a good story before. So mm -hmm. that's how some people. As she as you are regaling her with this, she takes one of her hands and places it right where the dagger had stabbed you. Seems this is a fresh one. Oh, yes. Uh, happened today. <laughs> They're very quick. Very quick. Very dangerous. Well, we will need to ensure that none of these ruffians find their way aboard. We still do have a day in port. We do? And they all found their way into the next existence? Every single one of them. And yes, I feel like I... I won the day for our team, but I might need that day to rest and recuperate. So if you want me to stay here, here, I point to the bed. I, I absolutely can. I just want to make sure that I'm 100% for our travels. Well, of course. And since there are so many ruffians mm -hmm. in this port, I suppose a bit of extra protection mm -hmm. wouldn't be amiss. Absolutely not. It's what I'm here for. Again, guardian. As she then pulls you in, much stronger than you think that she would. She's a very lithe woman. <laughs> but she definitely then just fully takes charge. Oh, okay. I um, allow it. To which we are going to cut to black. <laughs> Bow, chicka, wait, wait. 
<laughs> and I need everybody who is not Sune to please take off their headphones. Oh, shit. Gone with you. Sune, as you were keeping watch, your eyes fixated on the door, the corners of your vision go a bit darker. And in not quite the back of your mind, almost far away, you hear just incoherent whispers. Knowing what I'm listening to, as I probably have started listening to it in the last couple of days, I'll simply can, like straighten up, steal myself, and try to go back into that uh, space of meditation and repeat to myself the, the teachings of my people, of my tribe, and just kind of slowly start to push those thoughts away, that voice those whispers, those echoes. Within those incoherent whispers, there's one word that sticks out in a cacophony of different voices. Female, male, gravelly, soft. You hear a chorus. Feeling this kind of tension as my blood feels warm inside me. I can feel this, this warmth, this kind of distress this that stirs in me i'll continue to focus on my meditation and like focus on my breathing as i take deep breaths every time this uncharacteristic feeling uh, that has become new to me but that i've started to kind of work to understand more uh can you make me a wisdom saving throw coming right up 19 all right as you steal yourself, you take one final breath in and out. And as you release that stream of breath, you feel and that presence begin to vanish and the whispers fade. And I place a hand on this wrapped package to my side, kind of pushing it a little bit behind me, both mentally and physically pushing away from this thing that is trying to enter my my mind and my disturb my peace. Your mind goes silent. And I return to focus as I keep my continue my watch. All right, and then let's bring everybody back in. First whisper of the campaign. As the night progresses, the city of Echo Bay, the port city, grows quieter, though never silent, as you all find some semblance of rest. And that is where we're going to end episode three. Yes! Oh boy! Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Roleplay Inc. You can find us on Instagram at Roleplay Inc. R O L L P L A Y I N C. And we will have more social media coming soon. Until next time, keep rolling. <laughs> <laughs>